Welcome to Align by Design. I'm Amy Allchurch, and I'm bringing you human design and business for the modern entrepreneur. I'm a leading human design expert and energetic alignment business coach. I lead entrepreneurs like you to shift your business where it's not working so that it starts to work for you. Through human design and alignment, you experience the flow, the ease, integrity, and undeniable magnetism, impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before. Let's dive in. Hello, gorgeous babes. It is Amy Elizabeth, and I'm so excited for this episode. We're going to take a little mini break from health. We're going to get back into it, but I watched the Paris Hilton documentary the other week, last week. It's called The Real Story of Paris Hilton. This is Paris official documentary. So uh, it's on YouTube. That's where I watched it anyways. And I mean, I watched Paris Hilton in The Simple Life. I watched her, you know, famous paparazzi, all of it, (laughs) the sex scandal, all of it. I mean, that was like my teenage years growing up, right? And I've always loved celebrities, all of the things. So it's been really interesting uh, to see. She wasn't like my favorite, I mean, but like I really liked her. I just, she's entertaining. She's entertaining. She's an MG. So we're going to dive into her chart and with the information from her documentary. So, I mean, there obviously coming from, she comes from a very wealthy family, all of the things. And it's just so interesting to hear her truth, right? Her story. And we as humans are so connected and so drawn and so magnetized towards people, celebrities, stars, but we're like even more connected and even more magnetized and even more drawn towards them when we hear their truth, when we hear their stories. So if you haven't checked it out, go check it out because she has an incredible journey path that she's been on. And it's just so interesting to see her human design and how so much has played into it. So I'm going to dive into it. We're going to do it. We're going to do the thing. And also I watched it last week. So I'm recording this on a Sunday about five days later. So we will see how my memory serves me (laughs) as well. I'm sure there's going to be pieces I miss, but such is, uh, such is life, right? We're not perfect. Okay, this month, before I dive into this, has been declared it the month of play, the month of fun, the month of enjoyment. Liz has been in town. If you guys have been following Insta stories and all of the things, she's in town. And oh my God, we haven't been together in real life for like a year, just under a year. So it's been so good, so fun. And yeah, we we had an incredible photo shoot. We've just been hanging, chilling out and just reconnecting and playing with the kids. All of it, it's just been play, 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 play. It's been so good. Drinks, evening out, oh my gosh, all of the things. So we have some super exciting stuff coming your way, you guys. Uh, and like, it's just gonna be next level. We're so excited. So if you're really interested in like leveling up and stepping up into like a new element of yourself for the next little while, send a DM to get the early bird. Also, I've been pe- people have been joining MMP and PVP. So that's super exciting. You guys can jump in there at the early bird pricing as well. Book your HD reading. So many good things 
going on. Liz has a spot for one-to-one coaching. She has been doing some incredible work with her Voxer client too. It's just like so much goodness, so much play, so, so much enjoyment, such a like receptive, beautiful month. So anyways, good things coming. We're so excited. All right, let's dive in. All right. So if you guys have seen it, this is going to make way more sense than to you guys. If you haven't seen it, maybe come back to this after, but Cliff notes is that Paris Hilton at the age of, I believe it was like 15, 16 was essentially taken from her home under her parents' guidance and desires because she was really rebellious. She was partying all the time and her parents were like, could not figure it out, could not get it, you know, get her to respond to them. All of, all of it. It was just like, you know, it was really rebellious teenage years. Yeah. Imagine being a Hilton during that time, right? Like it's, it's the next level stuff. So she was just going at it and her parents were like, this is not okay. So they essentially got people to take her in the middle of the night and bring her to this like behavioral camp. And there was several that she ended up going to, but it was really, 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 really intense. Like essentially kind of like a drill school, like an army school, but at these places she was very abused. So complete, I mean, she didn't go into details of the abuse, but it sounds like it was on every single level, physical, mental, sexual. Again, she didn't straight up say that, but you kind of got the idea. Um, so she was extremely unhappy. She'd, she would escape, run away, get caught, have to go back. It's all against her will. She did not want to be there. She did not obviously not enjoy it. Got locked away in like a cold room, like basically like solitary confinement. All they had, like they just cleaned and were just completely, you know, made to feel absolutely terrible in a form of trying to change someone's behavior. So as we all know, that would be a lot of unsexy work to be rewiring, right? So it was really, really, really intense. And she never told anyone. She never told anyone. She never told anyone what happened to her. I mean, I believe that she told her sister, but I don't think it was, it definitely wasn't during the time. And uh, I don't even know how soon after. So anyways, basically her whole, you know, the simple life, if you guys watched it, where she was like, I don't know how to clean. I don't know how to do this. I've never done anything of this like whole rich girl, never lifted a finger idea. She was literally cleaning toilets, like did all of it, did every single thing. So we really see this persona that she put on to, to live a completely different life. Right. And, and let's go, let's get into her design, but that's, that's the whole idea of it. And then again, relationships, she suffered a lot of abuse in these relationships, unhealthy, suffers with a lot of anxiety. Okay, so let's do it. So she is a manifesting generator, pure manifesting generator, 5-1. She is undefined solar plexus, undefined root, undefined full head center, so crown, like whole crown, her head center, and her ajna. Obviously, she's then defined throat center. G center, sacral, heart, and spleen. So understanding, first of all, her MG, like pure manigen. So when I say pure, it means that she has the channel 34 to 20 connected, fully, fully connected. And that's going from her sacral to her throat. So she's just like there. She's also the firstborn out of four, which also birth order, you know, plays into things. 
So yeah, she is like pure MG. She is all the sparkle. <laughs> she is all the extra, extra, extra always has, right? Like that is how we, on the other side of things, see her glitz, glam, color, pink, Barbie, jewels, like an animals. She loves animals, extras, so many purses, designer. Like you see her house in the documentary too. And it's just like, holy, you have a lot of stuff. She loves it all. And she shows up in it all and is sparkling very brightly, right? So she is like your pure MG. Like we see it, we feel it. Yes, get it. Okay. So she's also this five one. So understanding the five one, we're like diving into. So for you guys that don't know, she's a heretic and investigator. So she is now a world famous, like billionaire DJ. I, I believe she's the highest grossing, um, income for a female DJ. So she has like paved the way she's doing things her way and it is clearly working. So she is, she loves to be the head of things, right? She's like, I want to show up and I want to do this. She really paves the way for reality TV, for celebrities, for paparazzi, for being seen and being known for being famous, for being rich. Like she was the one that started it all. And Kim Kardashian was on there too. She was kind of giving her like some like props, like, yeah, she started it. So we can see, we know right away that she is doing things in her own way. She is deciding to stand up, to be the forefront, to have people see her in a certain way that she wants to be seen. She decided, she went and she did, even when it was not even her full truth. So this is the part that really tripped me up was like really witnessing the five one, especially the five. I mean, the one we're seeing in her, like her DJ, she's like obsessive, like everything had to be right. Everything had to be perfect. She takes it very seriously and really, really clearly has dove into the art of DJing. Um, so, and, and then she has several other lines, perfumes, all of the things. So I, I assume she's very highly involved in the process. All of it wants to know everything and has been very precise with how things are done. So with the five though, I really, really saw it. So as a five, you're here to like stand up, kind of be this like hero to people in a way where she's using it in, in a frequency that is interesting because it's, it is it, but it's done in a healthy way because she suffers from a lot of anxiety. So basically the five is here to like show people what's possible to like stand up there, do the thing. People are going to be like, you, you be the leader, you lead us, you know, you show us the way. And she's doing that. However, it's a, it's a huge projection field because what people project to her, if she's not in alignment and power, people are going to project expectations onto her. And we clearly see this. she has really high expectations put on her in a really heavy way. Like she can't sleep. And it all goes back to obviously a big part of her anxiety, what happened in this school, but she's like out there, like, holy cow, people have these expectations of me. They see me as Paris Hilton. She has like different voices that she uses in different settings because that is who she's created herself to be. So in the other realm of this five line, what she's done is she's projected out the persona, the expectation, the vibe that she wants people to know her as. So no one, even her family didn't know that this abuse occurred, right? That she was miserable, that she was literally suffering. 
And she put on a face. She's like, you can even see them touring the school together. Like she just, she just sucked it up and did it. So she wanted them to see her as, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm strong. Okay, fine. I'll get through this. And then with the media, with, you know, being a celebrity, she also put on this other persona, this really ditzy persona, this really dumb persona. People from her school and her mom are like, she's a genius. She is so smart. She's literally like, will blow your mind of how smart she is. And the world knows her as this, this ditzy blonde who looks like a Barbie, right? And she talks like that. Like she puts on this voice. She has this tone. She has this way of talking. She wants people to see her like that. So that was her persona she put on. She also puts on the persona of, you know, a DJ and, and doing that. And I'm not saying that's not her by the word persona. I just mean how she wants people to see her. She also took that so serious that she's like, I am going to be famous. You know, this is, this is my craft. This is my work. I am going to be respected here because it's not a female led industry. Right? So to her standard, how she wanted people to see her and they responded and they saw her in that light. So it's so interesting. And she obviously has a sex scandal. So in that way, the press took it and saw her in a different way. She did not go into that with the intention of that's what was happening. She was young. She was naive, all of it. And it it broke her heart. Like it shattered her, but then the press had an expectation, had an image, had a view of what they were seeing her as. And as part of the five, two, it's like, if rumors get spread, you know, you could like, people can turn on you. And that's essentially what happened. Even nobody even wanted to hear her side of the story. Right. So Again, and this is before like all everything has come out about how women are treated in the celebrity world, all of it, you know, woo, another rabbit hole. But anyways, so she's really playing with this five of like how she shows up around different people and how she wants people to see her and holds that space. And then at the same time is like crumbling under these expectations of how the world, her parents, her family, you know, her boyfriends, whomever is she's expected to be seen as wild and mind-blowing even throughout too you see her grandma's expectation of her and how Paris wanted to fit that role too so she really she's like you're so beautiful and her aunt was talking about how she's so beautiful and people really put that expectation in on her right away you know to be famous to be a model to to be a trailblazer in the fashion industry because they started saying that to her very young. And obviously that's part of conditioning, but she really took that on as the five to be like, okay, that's who I am. And that's who I have to be. And that's, you know, I want to make people happy. I want to make my grandma happy. I want to make my family happy. And that's, you know, that's me. But then her sister's like, she's the most tomboy, you like the biggest tomboy you will ever, ever see. So it's just literally wild to see all of her personas and then the very few people so as a five fives really need these like these allies these people that are like I know you you know I know you and that she can talk to and like truly be herself and you see a couple of those friends and you obviously her sister is one of those people but it's like wow she really is living this five again in misalignment because she's not happy she's not you know, feeling content and, and in love, she seems quite miserable to be honest. So it's not a healthy expression of the five, but you can see all of the areas where that five is just like, Oh my gosh. This is also obviously her conscious side because it's the five, um, five one she is. So it was just like, I was like, Whoa, during all of those parts where it's just so loud that five. And again, if she, 
wanted to feel really good, what can happen is when, you know, they put the expectations on you, on her, and she's like, oh, but this isn't what I want to do, or this isn't who I am, or this isn't how I want to show up. But then the expectation's already there, so she's like, I have to do it anyway. And just that suffering. So going into her undefined solar plexus, this was, oh my gosh, this is again a very unhealthy expression of her her undefined solar plexus, which is where all of our emotions are held. So with this, we have all of the trauma that she's suppressed. Like it is like, what is going on? You know, how did you do that? How did you not tell anyone? How did you keep this to yourself? And you, at the end, she has people come back that, or join her who also went through the trauma, who were at the schools, who she was friends with, and all of them talking about, you know, what happened in their lives and how this has really affected them. And you see very little of what she says besides her nightmares. She has these really severe nightmares and can't sleep, which then causes more anxiety and exhaustion. And she's on the road, like the majority of the year performing these really, really huge shows. So a lot of pressure, a lot of stress physical stress, mental stress, like just exhaustion. So without, with her never telling anyone in this undefined solar plexus, she just like, she's just like, "Ah, yeah, okay, deal with it. Don't deal with it, whatever. And then from there, it built up so much stress, so much anxiety, so much pressure and a repeating pattern, repeating patterns, right? When we operate out of the low frequency of any of our undefined or defined centers, we create these patterns that are not healthy. So what happened is she talks about several relationships that were highly abusive and almost seeking the drama, the drama. Her sister even says that too, wherever Paris is, is drama. Like she will make a dramatic situation over anything and everything. So here she's just like, she has just so deeply pushed down her wounds and her trauma and her hurt and her suffering and her pain and avoided all of it. Undefined solar plexus is avoiding the truth, avoiding confrontation, avoiding the emotions, avoiding all of it, and just continue to try to live in what would be a healthy state of cool, calm, and collected. However, she can't do that because she's suppressing everything, right? Low frequency is avoidance. Low frequency is not telling the truth. Like low frequency is that, and that's what she's living in, but she's trying to operate at the high frequency, which is cool, calm, and collected in a healthy state. Healthy state confronts the truth, right? Healthy state moves the emotions. Healthy state expresses anything that they're feeling that isn't working. She has not done any of that. So she found herself in abusive relationships, in relationships that were highly toxic, aka a lot of yelling, it sounded like physical abuse, throwing things, um, you know, obviously sexual manipulation where she, a sex tape got leaked, right? Like all of the things, and you even see her, one of her relationships and he went nuts at right before she was about to perform a DJ show and she just kicked him out. It's like the high drama. Her undefined solar plexus is craving the high drama because she has so much suppressed emotion that she and trauma that she's never dealt with. She's avoided it all. So now she's trying to like create it to fill that space so that it feels somewhat normal because all of that is essentially circulating and, and going round and round and round in her undefined solar plexus. So nothing is being health health, in a healthy expression at all. And she's looking and searching and seeking more and more and more of it because she hasn't moved it. She hasn't dealt with it. She hasn't processed it. And I'm not saying she hasn't because clearly she's talked to therapists deep therapy, all of the things. However, these patterns are still repeating. 
And then she goes on to say that she doesn't want to have kids. You know, she doesn't, she's afraid to grow up. She also talks about all the pressure she's putting on herself to be making money. So she, um, she had a goal. I can't remember what the goal is. She has a defined heart. So again, she's pushing through, she's pushing through anxiety. She's pushing through stress. She's pushing through exhaustion. She sleeps for like a couple hours a night. If she's lucky, wakes up, does a show, right? All of it. She's pushing and pushing and pushing low expression of her defined heart. Like, yes, she could do it, but she's not doing it in a way that's really good for her. That's really healthy for her. She's doing it in an ego-based way. Her um, money, her financial goal that she had, her sister's like, why don't you just take a vacation? She's like, I can't, I can't take a vacation. Like I have this goal of making, I don't know, it was like a billion dollars or something. And she's like, I need to do that. And, and the only way I can do that is working, right? So she's in this hardcore hustle. And I mean, her sacral is clearly lit up by what she's doing. She loves what she's doing. You can tell. You can feel the energy. You can, even when you see her on stage, you she is into it. She is feeling it. She, she's loving it. So her sacral's lit up. So she's probably having this battle, like, I love what I do. I love work. But also this obses- obsession where it feels safer for her to just be making money out of an ego base rather than downtime and resting and taking in, you know, what she's feeling, <laughs> right? Really taking a break. What would happen then? So she also has the channel 44 to 26. And um, this is coming from like her spleen to her heart center, which is called the channel of surrender. And when we look deeper at this channel, it really connects a lot of um, knowing that like you're going to be able to be fine to be to do things to make money. And like it's very much this like intuitive, like I know it's going to make me money. I know I can make money. It's all good. Everything is coming through. Everything is coming to me. Everything is connected but also this like really entrepreneur mindset where you're able to like see, know, and intuitively feel what people need. And again, we see in so many ways that she has paved the way. She's really created this very unique identity, um, knowing what like intuitively the people are going to want, you know, people are going to like, people are going to be into, you know, even her slogan, like that's hot. Like, do you guys remember that? Like people picked that up and ran with it. Again, paving the way for reality TV and shows and stuff. So just so interesting to see that in her chart too and her like need to keep going, need to continue to show up and maybe she just intuitively feels that she she um, is going to bring something to other people, right? And express, expressing music like that too, again, is just like such a, such a sacral yes to her. So interesting to see that too. And then, I mean, obviously her spleen is like, she has a defined spleen, but again, she is, she, she kind of battles what I was like picking up from this. She's really battling with her full undefined head center, her undefined root, which we could see. She was like, again, late for a lot of things. She's like anxiety about a lot of things, a lot of pressure on her, um, pressure to be somewhere at a certain time. Doesn't want to do that. Like all of the pressure, anxiety of overthinking, um, from her head center of not, not being able to sleep of thoughts, just racing through her head all the time of not being able to turn things off. So we can really see her defined spleen, Actually, Liz and I were having to talk about this too. With the defined spleen, it's like, okay, you know it's healthy and safe for you, but it works more in like an intuitive, like deeper knowing 
And we can, the defined spleen can actually shut down like those, those, uh, clues of things that are unhealthy for them. So like pushing yourself, not being able to sleep, like she keeps doing it because it's like, okay, I have this buffer. I'm going to, I'm, I'm healthier. You know, I'm going to be able to push through. I'm going to be able to do it where the undefined spleen doesn't really know, but like if they're able to tap into like first clues that they're getting sick, they can kind of move with that a little bit quicker where that spleen the defined spleen is kind of like, you can do it. You can do it. You know, you're not that sick. You're like, this is nothing. It's going to be fine. And you know how to survive. So it will be fine. It's all going to be good, but catching it early on is not. And you can, you can tell she's, she's not taking care of herself in a healthy way whatsoever. And then also looking at all of her fears from her fear gates that are coming up here, right? She has fear of responsibility coming up. She has fear of failure. She has fear of authority. Then she has gate, I mean, the full channel 48 to 16, which is coming out. But when we look at what fear is kind of riding from there, fear of inadequacy, fear of past repeating, like she is just like, oh, a lot, a lot of fear riding in her body. And we can feel that. Like you can feel a very like fearful, scared, um, I want to say like insecure woman. And it's so sad because again, she has everything that she could ever possibly want. But as we know, when we're not in alignment, it won't ever feel good. It won't ever give you what you, what you actually are desiring. Like she's working from a state of like, I just got to keep up with, with myself. You know, I got to keep going. I have to avoid, and it's not safe for me to do anything else, or I'm going to be a failure or I'm not good enough. Or, you know, I, even the fear of authority going back to the schools and her parents and not speaking up. Um, we can clearly see she wasn't like scared of authority because she ran away. She like, she's very rebellious, but at the same time, like at the end of the day, she didn't tell the big truth. And yeah, we just see so many fears that are so active here that that all makes sense. It's almost like I just want to give her a hug. Like she's this little wounded little girl that is living in a space of fear of lack of confidence, of low frequency and pushing herself more and more and more. And I mean, this whole documentary was extremely brave of her. I'm like in no way being like bashing her. Like this was extremely brave. This clearly was extremely hard for her. And I know that utilizing her voice, her defined throat here is clearly going to help so many people speak up about violence and whatever abuse that they're going through. Right. If she, I think her whole stance was if she can do it, anyone can do that. Right. And to see her vulnerability and to see her truth and to see her her being so nervous about talking about it, but knowing it's going to impact other people. So important. So it's just, yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot for her. So as we continue to dive into her chart, um, we can also see that she has some interesting gates that I wanted to just focus on for a quick minute. One of her gates is gate seven and gate seven for her is coming out of her G center and her G center is defined. So again, very like, again, she's probably battling herself, right? Like she knows what she wants. She knows her direction in life. She knows what she wants to get to in order to like settle down after that or like not have to work as much or take a break, you know? Um, but the gate seven, she has like this, this leadership energy coming out of her. 
It's coming from our G center. And the interesting thing about this gate is that it's this leadership, but in a way that like people have to see your leadership they have to see your gifts. They have to see your light in order for this leadership to be well received by other people. So again, playing into this five, she's like, okay, so what are people projecting onto me? And oh, now they see me as a leader in this industry. Now they see me as a leader in this industry. And she's able to do that and cultivate her people behind her and cultivate her fans. She says how deeply she loves her fans. She, she is a leader, right? And it's being done in a very like self-directed way of what she wants, what is lighting her up, what she likes, but she's also doing it because other people are following her. So it's kind of like this um, collaboration energy between what people want, what her gifts, talents, skills are, and if they mesh together and she is like an uh-huh, it's going to work. It's going to work. So it's almost like a, in a way, like this gate is like a projector to be invited, right? You have to be seen, you have to be recognized for your gifts, talents, and skills, and then things are going to work. I'm not saying she's a projector, but that's similar to how this, this gate energy works of gate seven coming out of her G center. And then from there, as long as it's working in the, in the correct way, it's going to continue to lead her down the path of what she believes, what she feels, what she knows to be true on her path, her direction, and what she desires in her, in her world. And you can clearly see her getting that. However, again, that ego is stepping in and being like, it's never enough. It's not, it's not enough. And again, MGs, what they struggle with is like people pleasing. I'm not good enough. You know, people aren't really seeing me. Can I really be my fullest expression of who I truly am? Can I be fully authentic? We see her struggle with all of the unsexy work of an, of an MG. And then also we see her picking up on all of her strengths as well. So it's just this like very polarizing situation. It's so cool. So cool. I hope you're okay with this Paris, but it's just, it's like literally, I'm like just amazed. So amazed. Okay, so she also has her channel 33 and 13. So 33 and 13, this is also coming out of her defined um, G-center to her throat. So with this channel, it's also so interesting because, again, she has her defined throat, so we're seeing a lot of... Um, a lot of her using her voice, using her throat and in a high expression of where she feels safe, where she feels seen, where people are going to like, you know, respond back to her, her gifts, her talents, and then also her shutting down her throat and not using it at all. Okay. So here we have this like ability to really tap into information, tap into her past, tap into her truth, tap into her authenticity, kind of live this, this large life, which clearly she's lived. Take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that, collect her entire life, um, and then turn it into something really powerful, which I feel like this is just the beginning of that for her. Now that she's starting to trust herself, now that she's starting to see the bigger impact, the deeper impact that she can have on people's lives through telling her truth, through telling her story. Um, and she's able to, to really do that through her expression and through, through her ability to, again, to lead, to be the leader in what she's, in what people are seeing her as, but it takes her going first. It takes her speaking up. It takes her desire on her path to know that she has a bigger mission, a bigger purpose in life and to share that with other people. So she's able to do this now that she's been activating this full channel, um, 
is, which is connected again, throat to G center. So again, it had to be like this pull in her direction, this pull in her life to have the bigger impact. And, and again, seeing how nervous and how terrified she was to really share her truth and share her story. Um, and she did it through a lot of stories, right? She goes back into her history. She goes back into what happened on certain nights. And we also, um, can see, we can see the connection through to where she is right now and how she's still infusing so much more knowledge, wisdom, and ability to share more as she goes on. Um, but yeah, I just, that's kind of going to be my short form for, for now. Um, yeah, she just has so much charisma. She has so much sparkle. She has so much light to bring this world and also to see we live in such a polarizing world and you never know what people are going through right and I think that was just another example of we never know and we can't judge and we can't assume that people's lives are perfect but we also um, have to be very careful of, of what we put out there and how we share things because she's suffering and she's coming out and sharing that and it's been really beautiful to see but mind-blowing biggest mind-blowing part like if you guys watch it um dive into five profile even more five one profile especially the five and i'm a five so I, I like relate with this but like not to this level i'm a projector so we operate in an entirely different way and then obviously your your profile as a five one is going to be seen very differently but i can definitely feel the pressure i can uh, in in times and moments and when i was out of alignment i can absolutely feel that so I can relate, but, um, and showing up in a certain way where it's like, okay, these are the expectations. This is how you show up anyways. And this is how I should feel and all of that. But, uh, yeah, just seeing her like change her voice, change her, her appearance, change her walk, change, change all of it. And, and other people's perception to be so different. And clearly she, she is, she's formulated that, you know, she's created that very consciously, so, so interesting. Let me know what you guys, what your take is on it, what your feel, anything else that you notice from her chart and design. If you want to pull that up, check it out. If you enjoyed this, uh, there's a couple of celebrity, um, chart readings that I've done in here, just kind of like not chart readings, but just pulled in. And also the undefined solar plexus was just like loud, 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 loud for me. And then all of the anxiety that she's, that she's moving through from her full head center being undefined and her root, a lot of pressure, a lot of fear gates activated, a lot of spleen intuition of what she knows she should be doing or needs to be doing, um, in a, in a good way, but also is a very fearful to take those steps because of failure, because of all of the MG, you know, low frequency fears, people pleasing, all of it. And, and, and then also very lonely, right? Very alone. You can tell she feels very alone in this really big world and her really big world. So that is it. You guys let me know how you enjoyed it. And if you haven't watched it, go watch it because it's amazing. Sending you guys so much love and we'll talk to you later. Alive by design.